Pop goes the spy balloon and the spy balloon goes pop. Oh, I got to work on that one. That one didn't really. I'll work on that one. I'll get the beat going. And uh, and that's, that should be a major hit um, in the club on the club scene here in just a little while. What's up, everybody? This is Mark K. Saves the Republic. Man, I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited we're back with another episode. It's Monday and we have so much going on over the weekend. First of all, I don't know if you were watching this spy balloon stuff. I don't know if you were watching what was going on with the the missiles and the jet fighters and the people flying. And if you lived off the coast of South Carolina, you had a, a front row seat for the popping of the China spy balloon after several thousand miles and about a week of it floating around in our atmosphere. Uh, anyway, we'll get to that here in just a minute. That's the big story of the day and what it means moving forward. And if China is going to do anything to retaliate. Um, anyway, we'll we'll break it all down for you. It's bad news of course, for Joe Biden and the rest of us here in the United States of America. Listen, there's no winning in this scenario. I want people to realize that when it comes to the China spy balloon incident of 2023, nobody won. We didn't win. Joe Biden didn't win. China may not have even won. Um, And so we'll get to that here. We'll get to that here in just a second. First, though, uh, I do want to remind you that (laughs) this is funny. I do want to remind you that this episode, just like every episode, is brought to you by Joe Biden's top secret document notepads. Look at this one. I was on uh, I was on Newsmax um, this weekend and I did. I pretended this was Joe Biden's notepad and he wrote a note to himself. Do not shoot down China balloon. And then, of course, he forgot that he made that note because he did exactly that. Uh, But these top secret document notepads, man, these are we sold more this weekend than we've sold probably since these things went on sale. They're they're made from Joe Biden's top secret documents or at least made to look like Joe Biden's top secret documents says top secret right in the top there. Says uh, Joe Biden's garage, Wilmington, Delaware. It's got Joe Biden driving around in his Corvette, redacted material, and of course, of course, the ice cream stain, so that you know it's authentic. I gave some of these to my buddy uh, Carl Higby on Newsmax, and he had me on Saturday morning. If you want to watch that video, it's on. It's at topsecretnotepad.com. Topsecretnotepad.com. You can see my you can see my interview with him, and you can see his chit chat about the notepads. It's pretty. It was pretty fantastic. But like I said, a huge weekend. Everybody wants these. If you want them and you're watching on social, go to the link in bio. If you're not, uh, go to topsecretnotepad.com. All right, so speaking of news, this was a little disturbing. For about two years now, we've been doing a segment on the show, on the Mark K Show, called America's in Jeopardy. And America's in Jeopardy, it, it, it was an idea that popped up. It came to my head. Um, I guess it was like a Friday night. Maybe a Friday night. I have, to, I have to go back. But it was a couple days after January 6th. January 6th, you may remember, was the day that uh, all the protesters at the Capitol building started walking through the halls and stealing the podiums and the guy in the, the horns and the, you know, QAnon shaman and all those things. It was, you know, January 6th, it's been the subject of hearings and, and, and all kinds of uh, conspiracy theories and whatnot ever since. Well, a couple days later, it wasn't January 6th. I want to say it was the 8th or the 9th. A couple days later, after they'd gone back and forth and they threatened to do it, they finally... Uh, over at Twitter, this was pre-Elon, the folks at Twitter finally took down Donald Trump's um, Donald Trump's uh, Twitter account. They announced it. They said, look, Donald Trump was reckless. He endangered the United States of America. We believe he used Twitter to, um, to start an insurrection, which I don't see how. I looked at all of his tweets. I didn't see anyone that said, I didn't see any tweets that said, go and start an insurrection. In fact, I saw tweets that said the exact opposite. Uh, but anyway, so and that was, I'm sitting there and I'm watching Jeopardy, eating my food. And all of a sudden, this, I get this push alert. Or I get this notification on my phone that Donald Trump's Twitter account has been removed by Twitter. And I'm watching Jeopardy and I go, oh my gosh, America's in trouble. 
we're really if they're starting to censor the president of the United States on Twitter, if they're starting uh, to cancel his accounts for an insurrection that never happened, if that's what's going on, this country's really in jeopardy. And then I look up and I see Alex Trebek and I go, Jeopardy, America, America's in jeopardy. And boom, I had an idea just popped right into my head uh, at that very moment. And that's how America's in jeopardy was born. And ever since then, about once a week or so, maybe not every week, but you know, as often as we can, we play America's in jeopardy. We made a game board and we come up with humorous categories and, and answers. And then people have to, to, to give us the questions just like the real jeopardy. And, uh, and it's been very successful and very popular and so popular, I guess, because uh, somebody on Saturday morning sent me a screen grab. Um, they sent me a screen grab of Fox and friends and Pete Hegseth and the other guy, I forget his name. were playing a game called America in jeopardy. Now, Again, I'm not claiming ownership to Jeopardy at all. It's not my game. I didn't make it. I think Merv Griffin or one of them made it like years ago. It was back from the 70s. Jeopardy's been around probably, I think, longer than I have. Uh, and so I'm not laying claim to the game Jeopardy at all or the, the way you give the answers and they have to give the question or the format of the board, anything like that. But when it comes to, when it comes to America's in Jeopardy and parodying Jeopardy and using the concept in a, in a political platform, uh, for entertainment and informational purposes. Well, that was all me. I mean, I, again, like I said, I can, t I can pinpoint the exact time I came up with the idea and I've got countless video um, and, you know, uh, examples of us playing it on the air for the last two years. All of a sudden, somehow Fox and friends on Saturday morning decided to come up with the idea of, oh, you know what? We should do America's in jeopardy too, but because we don't want to uh, rip off the Marque show entirely, we're going to call it America in jeopardy and we're going to get rid of the um we're going to get rid of the apostrophe apostrophe yes now i didn't see it i don't watch fox and friends i don't really watch a lot of fox news anymore anyway and of course i have a show on newsmax which it, it, ironically we aired um uh, america's in jeopardy this weekend on my newsmax show as we've done countless weekends in the past two years and i'm not saying that they have people monitoring newsmax looking for funny ideas and new talent and and, you know, humorous concepts that they could swipe over there at Fox News. But I'm pretty sure they have somebody monitoring Newsmax looking for talent and ideas and uh, creative things that they could swipe and play over there on Fox News because that's exactly what happened. Now, the interesting thing is, I guess, what they didn't realize that I have just this army of patriots, man. We have thousands and thousands of these dedicated friends and followers and fans of our show who watch all the time and let me know whenever somebody's out there ganking my crap. And immediately, I mean, almost immediately, I got, I'm telling you, immediately I got uh, emails and text messages and tweets from people. People were sending me screen grabs of the Fox and Friends clip. They were sending me, um, you know, oh, the email, they wrote to Fox and CC'd me saying, hey, you stole this from our, my buddy Mark K. You got to give him attribution. So again, I appreciate all of that. I appreciate you guys looking out for me. I haven't yet seen the full clip. <laughs> Pardon me. I look for it online, but if anyone has the full clip, if for some reason you recorded Fox and friends, I don't know why you would, but if you did, uh, let me know because I'd love to see it. So we can, we, I may file a complaint with the Fox news producers and say, Hey, come up with your own ideas. And again, I'm not saying I came up with the idea of jeopardy, but this, I mean, this parody, the way they parodied it and the way that they, they created the concept. Uh, it's just too similar Clearly somebody saw this on Newsmax or heard it on the radio or saw it on my Facebook page and thought, oh, no one's going to notice if we rip off Mark K. Au contraire, uh, Mona Me. So that's number one. 
Um, anyway, uh, if you do see it or if you do have it, please let me know. I'd love to send a note. I'd love to send a note to some of my friends. I'm going to text Brian kill me too. I'm be like, Hey, which one of you and your friends ripped off my bit? I am not happy about it. Uh, that's the first thing. That's the first thing. The second thing is this balloon, because I don't know about you, but all weekend long, it was all about the balloon. It was all about Joe Biden balloon boy. And the more this story kind of unraveled, the worse it got, in my opinion. Because when we found out about the balloon over Montana, we were all waiting for Joe Biden to act. We were like, Joe Biden, do something. Shoot this balloon out of the sky. Get rid of it. And Joe Biden came out or his advisors came out and the, uh, you know, the Secretary of Defense, the White House came out. They said, look, there's no threat. This balloon does not pose a threat. We're not going to get rid of it. We're not going to shoot it down. In fact, if we did shoot it down over Montana, it would, it would risk, uh, it would be a bigger risk to American lives and property and livelihoods than if we just let it float around. And everybody was scratching their heads going, this is Montana. There's like four houses in the whole state. It's big sky country. If you're going to shoot it down, there's very few places that are better. Maybe the Grand Canyon is maybe a better place. Uh, you know, I'm sure there's like a part of the desert in Arizona you could shoot it down. But I feel like Big Sky Country is a great place to take this thing out because there's not a lot of people there. And they didn't do it. They let it float around. They, they let it float around for several more days. They let it come down through Kansas and across North Carolina, down into South Carolina. And then finally, when it was off the coast of Myrtle Beach, that's when they sent the fighter jets, the F-22, to shoot it out of the sky. And they did. And then it slowly came down to the ground and we all watched it kind of it looked like a it kind of looked like a sperm actually it was flying through as it was floating down uh floating down through this through the um sky and so what they were doing was they were waiting for it to be in a safe place now again this is kind of idiotic because if china's flying a spy balloon around the united states which they were you would want to intercept it you know you would want to make sure that you're capturing it so that you can see what kind of technology they're using, how they created the balloon. If there's any data on board, you want to know what they're looking for. You want proof, proof to take to the international community that China was indeed taking photos of your military uh, installations or your nuclear weapon silos. I mean, anything at all that China was trying to gather intel on is something we would want to know because if we had that information, we could say, look, everybody, look, China sent a balloon here to take pictures of our missile silos and we can prove it because we have the info. They didn't do that. They waited for, for it to go over the ocean. They shot it out of the sky. And now they got to go get divers to dive down into the water and hope that this stuff isn't ruined. Uh, and so, and so, you know, that's, that's kind of, again, the first question that I bring to light, why not just intercept it over the land where you can just pick this stuff up off the ground and take it to the lab and analyze it. But Joe Biden didn't want to do that. Also, apparently Joe Biden knew about this thing last Wednesday or last week. It, it's been almost a week since they knew that this balloon was there. I mean, this thing came in uh, over Alaska. It crossed over Alaska. It came down through Canada. It had been floating around for days. Joe Biden claims he knew about it, claims he gave the order to shoot it down as soon as it was safe, but they didn't. I mean, as soon, if it comes through Alaska, you're in American airspace. If it exits Alaska and goes back into Canada and then down into the United States, I mean, you're all in American airspace. And they're just letting this thing float around for days. They waited for it to crisscross the entire country and come out the other side. And then and only then did they shoot it down. And I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think they would have ever shot it down if it weren't for negative public opinion. I watched this story and everybody said this balloon needs to come down. Donald Trump said shoot it down. The New York Post 
said shoot it down. Everybody on the news was scratching their head going, why are we just letting it float around there? People in Montana were taking videos. They were heading outside with their guns. Sheriff's departments all over the country had to warn people, warn people not to take pot shots at the balloon because it was dangerous. And, you know, the bullets go up and if they don't hit the balloon, they're going to come back down. They're going to hurt somebody else. So this is something that was on, I would say, 99% of the population was unhappy with this balloon floating around above the United States of America. 99% of the population was unhappy with the lackluster performance of Joe Biden and his military personnel in dealing with this balloon. 99% of the population was not, did not think it was an ideal situation and was not supportive of Joe Biden just letting it go. And so Joe Biden and his military and his generals, they all looked around and they said, okay, we got to, we got to do something about this. It's too late. Now it's over an urban center. It was over Charlotte at the time, but they were like, our PR, our PR numbers are plummeting. I'm sure they had some polling data came, come back. Polling data, I'm sure came back from the, uh, from the field. And it was like, look, everybody wants this balloon taken down. You're not, you're not polling well at all. It shows you that you're spineless. It shows that you're weak. We got to do something about it. So in an effort to revitalize his, uh, his public opinion or his outlook or, you know, the way he was respected as commander in chief and leader of the military, they finally uh, blew this thing out of the sky on Saturday and they made a big, they made a big hairy deal about it. They televised it over and over and over again. Joe Biden made a statement saying he ordered it on Wednesday, but it didn't happen until several days later. Again, let's think about this timeline. The balloon on Wednesday was where over Canada somewhere over Alaska. I mean, I don't even, it was on Mon It was in Montana on Friday or on uh, Thursday, Friday. Yeah. Friday. Uh, it was in Montana. So he just waited for several days to shoot this thing out of the sky. If he knew on Wednesday, that's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, three days, it doesn't take that long to figure out um, how to successfully and safely take something like a weather balloon out of the atmosphere and, and collect all the data. Again, Joe Biden uh, shows a, a special kind of ineptitude when it comes to leading and protecting this country. Doesn't really seem to think much of it. Now, here's the other thing. When he shot this thing out of the sky, on Saturday, China immediately reacted. Well, I guess the next morning they reacted and said there, there's going to be retribution, that this was not cool. Basically, China is now saying you shot our, our, our civilian weather balloon out of the sky. There will be retaliation. Keep in mind, it was over our airspace. It'd been flying over our country forever. It doesn't matter if it's a civilian aircraft or not. Also, in China, there's no such thing as a civilian aircraft. I mean, if you think about it, there's no such thing as a civilian aircraft. China, everything is run by the government. If you have a business, it's run by the government. If you're a part of a university system, it's run by the government. Nobody that could create such a, because these balloons ain't cheap either. You're talking about several million dollars. Nobody that had the money and the design skill and the wherewithal and the talent and the ability to create such an, uh, a high-tech balloon, whether it was for weather or spying or anything else, Nobody in that country is a private entity. They're all run and supported by the communist regime. And so there is no such thing as a private balloon, weather balloon in China. Uh, you know, it's not like here where every YouTuber in the world can create a weather balloon. Like Mr. Beast, you know, you don't have Mr. Beasts in China. Mr. Beast can't just start sending weather balloons up into space with beast burgers on them. Um, that doesn't happen there. That happens. Everything is run by the government. So we know that's a lie. Now they're claiming that they're going to retaliate for some civilian balloon 
that Joe Biden shot down. And the reason they're claiming that is because they got away with it. I mean, they got away with one. They had this thing flying all over the country for days. Joe Biden, it's not even like Joe Biden didn't know about it. Here's how China wins. If Joe Biden doesn't know about this balloon, if this balloon goes undetected by NORAD, then that's a win for China. Or if this balloon gets uh, detected by NORAD and tracked by NORAD, but Joe Biden is too weak to pull the trigger and bring this thing down, that's also a win for China. So really in this scenario, I guess China won. And uh, I guess China won. And, and Joe Biden lost. And as a result, so did America. Because once again, just like with Afghanistan, just like with our southern border, just like with every military operation Joe Biden's been a part of, um, he's shown incredible weakness and ineptitude. And that means that it's going to bolster our leaders. Uh, you know, that's why, that's why Ukraine has been fighting a years-long battle with Russia. That's why Taiwan is scared poopless that China is going to invade. That's why there's probably other military leaders out there, Kim Jong-un and whatnot in Iran, that are, that are becoming more for, that's why the Taliban was so eager and quick to act when taking back over Afghanistan because they knew Joe Biden wasn't going to do anything about it. He didn't. And then, oh yes, PS, he left them $85 billion worth of weapons on top of that. So that's where we are today, folks. I guess I was wrong when I said nobody wins because I guess China won, even though they're complaining about it. Uh, but it, the good news is, I guess that the balloon's out there, though bad news is also, apparently there's more balloons. There's more balloons out there than there are top secret classified documents in Joe Biden's garage. Um, so we're going to be learning a lot about the, the intricacy of balloon spying over the next few weeks, I'm sure. And also the diplomatic, uh, you know, what's diplomatically appropriate when somebody sends a balloon to spy on your missile silos. Uh, by the way, speaking of top secret documents, don't forget, once again, your top secret document notepads available now. Go to top secretnotepad.com. Grab as many as you like. If you're watching on social media, there's a link in the bio and you can get one, three, six, 10, as many as you want. Uh, these are fantastic. Joe Biden's top secret document notepads. Again, here's Joe's. Do not shoot down China balloon. I guess we can, I guess he's done with that. Egan, we can get, oh, here's another one. Jill, buy more ice cream. That's probably a common one that you see a lot at Joe's house. Oh, clean garage. <laughs> these are, these are fun. These are fun. All right, listen, I got to get going, folks. I got to get ready for the Marquee show. Thank you so much for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to like this. Don't forget to share it with anybody, you know, anyone who may not be like-minded or anyone who may be confused and thinks Joe Biden's actually doing a, a service to the country instead of a disservice uh, to the country. And anybody who's supportive of these anti-American ideals that are just permeating our culture. We'll get into more of that here. Um, during the Marquee Show at noon. But for right now, thanks again. Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for all your fantastic comments. Thanks for ratting out Fox News and looking out for, you know, looking out for your buddy Marquee. Uh, we got to look out for each other. We got to look out for the, each other because every single day we are under attack. And I'll have your back and you have my back and then she'll have your back and then I'll have, and then it goes in a big circle. And that's how we know that we're going to be able to survive. Uh, that's how we know that we're going to stay strong. And that's how we know that we can continue to fight each and every day to save the republic.